All right. True Patriot Podcast, episode 20. Happy New Year, Jake. Happy New Year, buddy. How we doing? I'm doing good. Real good. Um, How was your holiday? It's good. Uh, You know, Christmas with the kids is always fun. My kids are at a great age. Um, You know, just seeing their excitement and, uh, you know, uh leaving cookies out for santa and you know seeing their <laughs> christmas morning seeing their faces light up and all that santa came yeah that's always always fun. yeah gotta remember to eat that cookie and drink that milk <laughs> <laughs> hey you know i'm not forgetting that actually i mean well i mean that was santa i know some people listen with the kids in the car well it's definitely santa but you can't forget to I, maybe the cookies. I should, yeah you can't forget to leave the cookies yeah <laughs> santa needs that Henry even brought reindeer food home, so he fed the reindeers. Yeah, we did that too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't Can't check the to reindeers. see. I mean, we had a white Christmas that was thrown yep. out on the snow. I didn't check yep. to see if it was still there. Yeah, I, I mean, ate some I of it. I don't know about the rest of the country, but gosh, what a bitter cold weekend, man! And, and then, and then, so quickly changed to so much warmer. Yeah, it like, feels it feels like spring right now. It's crazy yeah definitely it's like, like night gonna, and day different oh it's great i mean gosh after that um zero degree weather yeah like 30 i remember then it was like <laughs> well no it was like 16 or 18 a few days later felt so warm yeah and now it was like 60 yesterday i was yeah, walking now, around without a coat on yeah it now it's now it's summer <laughs> yeah it's awesome <laughs> gotta love uh, yeah. them ohio summers man <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to yeah i'm gonna try to get out and hunt again because i'm still uh simulating an unsuccessful hunt out there <laughs> <laughs> yep. i think I, i'm ready to take a doe um my wife got me a dehydrator to make like jerky yep. with and stuff for christmas nice. yeah so i'm gonna well, try make some i want to try it well i'm gonna i already have some old um yeah i'm gonna make some i already have some old uh ground like ground deer meat um and my cousin at cole obviously mm-hmm. has a jerky gun so i'm mm-hmm. gonna whatever squirt that out in strips and stick it in the dehydrator i got them seasonings and stuff i'm gonna try that out yeah um yeah so but i'd like to get a fresh kill <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> yeah so i'm like i'm gonna go out tomorrow maybe this afternoon too but it's just fun. It's it's nice when you can go out there and not freeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, where it's actually nice being outside. So, uh, I know the Buckeyes didn't have a good New Year. No, that was that was disappointing. Uh, uh, big Ten or well, I, Big I, or whatever they call that conference. Yeah, not a good night. Big, big Ten. Everybody except for Ohio State and Michigan had a had a pretty good showing though i mean well they had they both had a good well ohio state played about as good as they could i gotta say i'm after the michigan game i think everybody was pretty down on the buckeyes and they came out and showed that they do have a pulse they do have heart and that they're they are talented enough to play with anybody george is the best team in the country and they took it to them they i mean they were up two scores most of the game it was uh they were kicking the shit out <laughs> so, yeah. Uh I I mean I'm I'm definitely proud of the guys for how they played. They did they did a really nice job. Uh they just 
it didn't bounce their way at the end. I don't know what the what the hell that kick was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes it just doesn't go your way, and that hurts a lot. It hurts a lot. <laughs> but you gotta be yeah. you gotta be proud of the way that they came out and played. They, hey, they definitely uh, they definitely had a pulse, and that was good to see. No, they played good, like as best as they could. And Georgia's just a really good team. But man, it was one of those games. It just came down to they ran out of time. Um, yeah, and uh, that kind of happened to Michigan too, didn't it? They like pretty much ran out of time too, right? Yeah, they were definitely coming back in that. Um, gosh, yeah, CJ Stroud actually ran Dude, the ball. He, he had a <laughs> hell of a game. You got to think that if if Marvin Harrison Jr. is in there at the end of the game, yeah, they they probably take a shot rather than just setting up for the field goal. Um, so, it sucks yeah. not having. You know, they didn't have Smith and Jigba all season. They didn't have Marvin Harrison Jr. at the end of the game. They didn't have Travion Henderson. They didn't have Mayan Williams. They didn't have Cade Stover. I mean, all of his weapons are gone. He's still out there making plays. I mean, you know, that big he's been he's been talking about how, uh, you know, the Michigan game does not define who he is as a quarterback and, uh, you know, his legacy at Ohio State. And unfortunately for him, it does. Uh, And he's going to be because he couldn't win the national title to replace it he's he is the guy that lost to michigan twice he's on two <laughs> against michigan i mean that sucks but uh I, you know he gets he gets a lot of hate from buckeye fans because of that and i i don't know that it's all warranted i mean here's a guy he's pull, he's he's pouring his heart out here in that last game and yeah i mean you you gotta tip your cap to him he's he played a hell of a game he definitely yeah. wanted wanted it a lot and uh it sucks it didn't break his way. So um you still calling for old day to be fired or what? I nah, mean. <laughs> nah. I was never calling for him to be fired. I, I mean, know how do, you, a lot how of do the... you fire a guy that's lost like what six games in I his was, entire career? He coached a lot better than he did the Michigan game. Let me tell you that. He, he showed that he's got control of the program and that he's yeah, you know, and, he, it, he's moving him in the right direction, I think. So um, he it, showed so he actually showed some freaking emotion on the sideline. Yeah. He wasn't just the the stoic kind of guy he usually is. Showed yeah. some emotion. I think the team fed off that, and yes. um, he was taking the he was taking chances. But gosh, it, both times he went on fourth down, it just did not go his way. Even no. though you know, ah, oh, those were so. But it was good to see him actually do it, like that yeah. Michigan game. In the same situations, you know, he's just punting the ball away, and maybe yeah. that game could have went a little differently if he would have coached the way he just did. I think he obviously realized that yeah. and put that on himself and, that, and let the kids play. But then the, it's like the gods just didn't want <laughs> those that, things to happen. That fake punt, or they called timeout. Oh, oh, I couldn't. Man. Oh, I couldn't believe it. It was just everything. Everything just broke George's way at the end, and it sucked so bad. But, they had two fourth downs that that they yeah. should have got. I mean, yeah. that one when the guy was drifting towards the line of scrimmage. I mean, yeah, you could tell. I mean, that was definitely the right call. Yeah. It's just tough one, two tough ones. And then yeah, Georgia called a timeout right before that fake punt. Like, yep. I can't believe that. I know. Can't believe they got that in. Um, Michigan, I wanted to talk. I mean, I know we're busting the sports, but this is like kind of what just happened. We'll just, yeah, we'll use other, sure. 
other topics in our sports yeah. later. But what do you think about the end of the Michigan game? Um, there was that that targeting call. That yeah, they reviewed it, for it probably should have been targeting, just like the oh, one on Marvin my. Harrison should have been targeting. But I don't know. Even if so. There's 30 well, did seconds. They call it on, did they call it on Marvin Harrison? They, on that guy? So yeah. they caught they called it on Marvin Harrison and then they reviewed it and said this was not targeting. They they picked the flag up after review. Um Man. and it was the other way in the Michigan game where they didn't call it, but they reviewed it and then said it was it wasn't targeting. I think um, it was at the end of the Michigan game. Yeah. No. So they're they were on what the 30 yard line. So they still got to go 70 yards. That gives you 15 of them. I mean, it gives you a chance, but you still need a touchdown. Yeah, they only had 30 seconds left or whatever. Chances are they probably weren't going to get that, but you never know the way that game was going. That game was drunk. The (laughs) way they were scoring at will. Yeah. Who knows? But the the thing is, you you can blame the refs for it all you want, but the ref did not snap the ball when the quarterback wasn't looking. The ref did yeah. not <laughs> play rugby, you know, on fourth and ten. Uh, it's, yeah. You know, if you clean clean up your act, and you probably have a chance there. But uh, you know, they they kind of cracked down the leg there. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, and then yeah, that was kind of a sucky to see that one end on yeah. that kind of note. I mean, after re- such a the refs also didn't throw two pick sixes in that game. So <laughs> that's the thing about Michigan. Um, even with all the bad things that happened, they are such a good team and they just battled right back. Like, gosh, yeah. a lot of teams would have just gave up. And yeah. At least even though there was two big ten losses, those are those were two pretty darn good showings. Yeah. Um, that that was definitely I'm, the best college football semifinals that we've had. Usually there's one they're usually <laughs> blowouts. It's usually a thirty point win. Uh, one way or the other, and it's just not a fun game to watch. Both of those were exciting games. So yeah, I'm about half expecting uh, Georgia to blow out TCU, but yeah, I think uh, I think Georgia's just so fast, man. I don't know that TCU has the athletes to keep up with them, but that never count that quarterback out, man. He is that Max Duggan is something else, man. He is tough. If they so, like- they got a shot. They got a shot. Keep, <laughs> if they can keep the pass rush off the guy, and that's yep. really that's how you get your quarterback to have some yeah. success. And Ohio State did that um, yeah. fairly well versus Georgia. Yep. So and that's really all that matters. You got to be able to throw the ball. We'll see. Yep. Um. Well, you got a Patriot of the Week. I do. Uh, my Patriot of the Week is jj watt uh jj watt jj watt he uh announced this week that he played his last home game he took a picture with his his wife and kids you know and said this is my last home game uh you know indicating that he's going to retire after the season um so jj watt you know he's uh he's just kind of a captain america persona right he's he is Mm -hmm just an all around good dude. Um, he has done so much charity in his, in his, uh, you know, he's really used his platform to do a lot of good in the world and in his, in his community. Uh, Of course he played with the Houston Texans for a number of years, decade or so. And, uh, you know, 
the big thing that he did, um, you know, they got hit with that hurricane back a few years ago, uh, 2018, maybe somewhere around there. Oh yeah. Uh, and he raised over $40 million for hurricane relief for the city of Houston. Yeah. I mean, he, that is big, big money. Um, that he just, you know, he used his platform to, to raise that money. He, he matched, he put a lot of his own money in there. Uh, you know, that was, that was a huge, uh, just a, an all around good move on his part. He's just a good dude. And, you know, the game's going to yeah. miss him. I'm really excited to see what he has in store for the rest of his, uh, you know, the rest of his life and what, where he goes from there. Yeah. Uh, you know, his wife is, uh, plays on the women's national team soccer. Um, so, oh, really? So he's, you know, he's into soccer. He's talked about owning a professional soccer team. Um, and yeah, <laughs> of course, of course, uh, he's probably going to, uh, you know, be in movies, things like that. Uh, I'm sure that we haven't <laughs> seen the last of him. Uh, no. Dude, can't you just see him teaming up with The Rock in a movie? <laughs> you know, like, a, well, you, you've kind of set the stage here, <laughs> calling him Captain America and everything. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he he really is. He's just an all he's an all around, you know, likable guy. Just yeah, it's it's he's made for that spotlight, you know. So yeah, uh, excited to see where he goes from here. Absolutely. Um, like you said, anytime you see, I mean, when uh when a person gets a lot of money, it kind of either magnify it magnifies what kind of person they really are. Like no just doubt. like you see good people uh gain some wealth and gain yeah. a platform and then you see him do good with it and yeah. then i i heard you laughing and you see <laughs> i think we got the same idea here you see somebody like antonio brown, antonio brown. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that was I the know, example i was going to use <laughs> i know <laughs> but then you know they get a lot of money they're a broken individual and they're just going to self-destruct with that same the same platform the same ability to do good it just magnifies who they are. Who they are. Yeah, that's yeah. what money does. Um, it does. So it's good to see JJ. What JJ's done, and uh, it's a that's a good pick, man. I mean, well deserved Patriot of the Week there. Yep. Um, my Patriot of the Week is another NFL related <laughs> Patriot this week. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Blaine Gabbert. He sell, he saved four people um, from a sinking helicopter that had an emergency landing in the in the ocean uh, near Tampa in the Davis Islands. Uh, it was a Tampa. This was Thursday. A Tampa helicopter tour that ended in emergency landing. Um, I mean, I think he was on his jet ski. Did you hear about this story? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was. Let him he let's. Was, Let's listen to him tell the story. All right. He was, he was there. We were just on the jet skis yesterday afternoon. as me, my little brother, Tyler, my younger brother, Brett. And they just got in town yesterday from St. Louis. So I was like, all right, let's go poke around a little bit. It's a warm December afternoon. So we left our house, kind of went around the south side of Davis Island. And I wanted to show Brett the yacht club just to see all the sailboats and whatnot. So we kind of poked around in there. And I vaguely remember hearing a faint noise and so we turned around, left the yacht club. And I just remember looking to the west and seeing it almost looked like a crew boat in the water that had broken up into about four pieces. And I 
vaguely remember seeing like two yellow life jackets. So I was like, all right, we got to go check this out. They looked like they were in duress. We raced over there. The youngest kid had just came up and said he was pinned in there. And I asked if anybody else was trapped. And then I called 911, tried to remain as calm as possible. But no, it all turned positive. They were healthy, scared, nervous. But, you know, it was just, it was a pretty crappy situation that turned good in the end. So I was just right place, right time, I guess. Um, the credit really goes out to Tampa PD, you guys, the fire department, the sheriff's department, because they were there within five seconds. It was pretty remarkable. And we got them. I got two on my jet ski. My brother's got one. The pilot was still in the water. And that was when you guys pulled up. Um, and I dragged him a little bit towards the, the boat and he got on. And luckily enough, we were probably 250 meters from the beach. So we got him to the beach. Um, the fire department was there. Everybody was there. And, you know, the rest is rest is history. But um, it wasn't me. It was just my brothers and I out having fun. And the credit goes to these guys, because if they weren't there in the nick of time, it could have turned bad. Um, and I'm glad everybody's healthy. Yeah, so just another situation of seeing something and doing something, you know. And this today's yeah. day and age is a lot of people don't want to take action when they see something like that. They just want to pull out their phone and film the uh <laughs> coast guard and police just yeah. and rolling up. I mean, you see that all the time. Yeah. Um so good on him yeah. for He kind of he kind of downplayed it where he's He's saying, you know, I was yeah. just in the right place at the right time. But it's more than that. You know, he was in the right place at the right time, but he took the right action. So uh, good on him. That was That's that's a good story. That's a good dude. Yep, pretty awesome story. Um, yep. We were oh, playing again. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what a good guy. Um, we can move on into the real talk of the week. All um, right. I kind of wanted to talk about, I mean, this kind of goes with the new year starting. Um, you know, everybody's got their new year's resolutions and everybody wants to set themselves up to, you know, have a good year. Um, so we want to talk about one of the ways to do that. And that is going to be preparedness. Um, if you don't prepare, you know, uh, the world's just kind of going to have its way with you. Um, if you're not actively planning and preparing for your goals and your life, I mean, like I said, stuff's just going to go haywire on you and you're just going to be along for the ride. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of people are making, you know, resolutions and stuff, but, um, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to highlight that. Um, and, uh, unpreparedness is kind of the opposite on the other hand, you know, mm -hmm. I saw a friend of mine made a post about this topic. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. If you're not preparing, I, I think some people, they kind of use that as a coping mechanism, right? Mm. Um, you know, like you don't prepare for the job interview or you don't prepare for your big test. You're not preparing for work. Um, you're not. And they use that as a coping mechanism. And they say, well, well, I didn't try, you know, yeah. I mean, I didn't try. So that's why, that's why that happened. You know, yeah. I mean, if you're actually caring and you're wanting to make real progress, you better be preparing. It's, you're just not going to make it. I mean, what do, it kind of makes it play out in real time? Like, what do you really want? Cause if you really want something then you're going to put in the effort beforehand to prepare. Um, mm -hmm. and if you're not, 
I mean, like I said, a lot of people try to protect their ego by saying, oh, well, I didn't try. I didn't want this, this and that. But then what are you doing, man? I mean, if you don't care about something enough to prepare for it, then maybe you're in the wrong place. If I'm not getting up and excited about my day, like, I don't know. It's, you know, you got to put yourself in, in the right place. And uh, then, then you got to do the work and prepare. I mean, that's kind of my message for the new year. Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes to, to no excuses, right? Where if you, you want to set yourself up, you want to put yourself in a good situation. And if you, uh, if you do all the, all the work up front, then things are easy, right? Then it, then it just, it comes natural. And if, uh, you know, if you're, if you're taking care of business, uh, and you're, you're prepared, you're ready to go, then, you know, things, things typically work out your way. And if they don't, then, you know, maybe you, then, then, it, then we go back to perseverance, right? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we've, we've talked about that in the past. Um, you know, I, I think that preparedness kind of leads you into, uh, you know, it's good to take action, but being prepared and taking correct action is, uh, is just as important. Well, I know, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are at different levels. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm some top level human being, but the more you plan and prepare and and make your own non-negotiables, you fill out your own schedule. And mm-hmm. then, you know, if you don't have your own schedule, you know, filled out what you want to do and your priorities are in place, you know, things are going to come along and, you know, they're going to fill their, they're going to fill your schedule. And, you know, if you, if you're no done, doubt. if you're done first, <laughs> you know, if you're just like drifting along in the wind, you know, your schedule is going to get filled up with a bunch of crap that you really yeah. don't care about. You know, um, if you're yep. not preparing, if you're not planning your own life, like I said, somebody else is going to plan it for you. Um, yep. you got, you really got to sit down and decide your goals, uh, for yep. the year and then, then backtracking what actions are going to get me there. If you don't like your job, you know, or whatever, I'd say, I want a new job. Well, then you got to plan backwards. Like what steps do I need to take to be qualified for something else that I want to do? Or mm-hmm. it goes with anything or how many trips I want to take this year and when, you know, you better get the, all the, all your ducks in a row early or life's just going to pick for you. <laughs> yep. No doubt. I know a lot of people, some people dog down on these new year's resolutions and mm-hmm. say they're, uh, you know, corny, <laughs> maybe yeah. be a good word. Um, I haven't done one in years, but being that we have this platform now, maybe we should make some new year's resolutions. We thought. Yeah. So pe- people can hold, <laughs> people can hold us accountable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't super buy into it. I mean, I'm not like Mr. Resolutions, man, but if I say yeah. I'm going to do something, um, I mean, I'm going to do it. So we thought it'd be a good idea to maybe there's a couple, I'm sure there's something, no matter who you are, there's something you can get better at. And, uh, I don't know. So we decided as a podcast, we're going to make some resolutions. So what's yours, buddy? So when I do new year's resolutions, um, I don't really, you know, it's some people do it so generic, like, Oh, I'm going to be a better person or I'm going to, you know, save more money this year. I'm going to do less spending. Well, yeah, that's not going to get your results. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I, I want to set Specific. a specific, a right. And, and then I have to build 
my resolutions to achieve that goal, right? Um, so my goal for this year is I want to run the half marathon um, like you did. Uh, oh, yeah. Like we talked about. That is my goal for the year is to be able to run a half marathon. Um, so let's talk about my, my uh, journey and, you know, the ups and downs that I've been through in my life. Um, when, when Gary was born, uh, I lived in Pennsylvania and when he's about six months old, I, I kind of looked at myself and, um, I was 330 pounds. Uh, yeah. I, and I said, this is, this is not what this kid needs as a dad. This is, uh, this isn't going to cut it. I got to yeah. make a change. Right. So I made a change at the time. And yeah, I remember it doesn't, doesn't seem that long ago. Dude, yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a long time ago. Um, I mean, not really. Gary's five, six. Gary, Gary's six. So this yeah, it was six years, it was, five, six years ago. Yeah, it was about five years ago. Um, okay, yeah, six six years ago now. Um, so I was three hundred thirty pounds, and I said I got to make a change, and I started, uh, you know, dieting, and I got my weight down to about. 280 pounds 50 pounds uh just changing my diet and then i kind of hit a plateau and the way that i was able to get over that was i started working out more so on top of my diet i started working out um and i ended up getting down at my lowest i was 215 pounds i lost 115 pounds that's light (laughs) i i was running three miles a day every day in a 20 pound weight vest yeah every day and it was easy it was effort that was roll out of bed run three miles with a 20 pound weight vest that's beast mode dude yeah so i started putting on weight again i would say i'm probably up to about 280 290 now i've really kind of i've really kind of let myself go over you know the last three four five months you know yeah Um, and and I really just need to get that back on the rails. And I, I don't need to necessarily be three miles a day in a 20 pound weight vest. I don't need to be 215 pounds, but I can't go back to being 330 pounds. And yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I think it starts with, I got to take care of myself, um, so that I can take care of my family. Right. Um, and yeah. I think that, I think that being able you know, setting myself up, preparing for this half marathon puts me back on that path where I need to be. So yeah, that is my I, goal. And I, I need you to help hold me accountable for it. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'll, I'll help. And I'm sure, you know, the listeners will help and cheer you on. Um, what, what's, what date are you looking at for a half marathon? Do you have, a, uh, do you I, have I think a, the, I think the, uh, Columbus half marathons in October. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that. That's my goal. That's that's the that's one. Plenty that I of run. time, dude. You got plenty of time to prepare, but um, but how well I, you do depends on you know. But if but if I'm ready to run a half marathon in June and then I let myself go again in October, then I'm screwed, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's, it's not it's not only getting there; it's maintaining it, right? Well, I think I just saw they just opened up the registration, so I I'm, I'm gonna I'll participate. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do the half again, which that's, that's a 13 miles. is pretty far. I mean, that that's yeah, going to keep you, 
that's going to keep you accountable. Um, I thought about running the full before I've always said, I'd like to, um, run that. I'd like to do one marathon, but the thing about it is, and I just trained for the half. Um, when you're running that much and you're a dad and you work, it's hard. Uh, you only have so much time to train, yeah. right? Yeah. So and this is fine, but I like to keep my muscle mass. Yeah. Um, and I saw a lot of my strength and size. <laughs> it just, I, I wasn't yeah. losing a lot of weight, but I could tell it was shifting. Um, and so now I've been lifting again here lately. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm fine cycling things like that. Like I don't want to be just just lift or just run. Uh, but yeah, I, if anybody's thinking about doing that, there is give and take. Uh, yeah. But I think a goal like that is great. I mean, I like having one big race or running event a year. I, I don't think mm-hmm. I think too much of one thing. I just is is you know never a good thing. Um, right. I, I don't want to be a a runner. I don't want to look like a runner. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, because um, you see all these elite runners there. That's not very they're not very scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like to seek balance. That's why I can't decide if I want to do the half or the full. I, I'll do the half with you, buddy. I'm that's I'm, what, I'm all that's in what on I that. like about that's what I like about obstacle course races is it's not just <laughs> running. You gotta be you gotta have upper body strength and you yeah. know, be able to do all of those as well. So I I like doing those a lot. I'd like to do a couple of those this year. Um, we'll just those see keep you pretty this. honest. Yeah. I wonder if they're gonna have the um that one we always do. Haven't seen an update mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. I know they're gonna change the name, and somebody sure, else will be in charge. I'm sure they will, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I we'll keep an eye out for it. Yeah, but they called it. It was the Indian Mud Run. Um, but they they I think the the city or county didn't like the name and they're wanting them to change that. And it's, it was like an eight, eight mile. Was there a hundred obstacles? And it was brutal. Yeah. It's just up and down like on these cliffs on this giant hill. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so much fun. Did you do it last year? No, I was were, hurt last year. That's the, that got injuries. Really? They mm. really rain on your parade. And <laughs> yeah it can really screw up your year mm-hmm. yeah i remember you're battling a calf issue a calf so, issue a shoulder injury uh, issue yeah uh, i, I remember you were trying to train for that and you you kept pulling your calf um yeah. and that that's probably that probably it derailed your running and stuff i remember that now yep um Yep. But yeah, man, just so, it's good to have something on the horizon that's going to keep you honest and on path for the goals you want. Especially, I like do, signing up for something like that physically, mm-hmm. um, for physical goals for sure. Um, my resolution is, uh, once again, I mean, I'm not a perfect human. Like my main goal is, you know, I want to be better always. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that everybody's goal? So I want to be better in every way to my kids, to my wife, um, at my job. So I was talking with my wife. I thought about saying no alcohol for the entire year. (laughs) And she said, well, she's kind of, I was like, man, that's kind of extreme. (laughs) Um, you know, and then I, then she, my wife let me down easy. I said, well, what about, we got all these vacations planned. 
all this. She said, well, what about just no alcohol during the weekdays the entire year ever, you know? Because sometimes, yeah. for the most part, I do that. Yeah. Every once in a while, I kind of get on a roll, you know, the couple beers after work thing. And yep. it kind of starts to add up. So I'm going to make that my resolution for the year. Uh, beer or alcohol is only for the weekends, unless I'm on vacation, which I'm only going to do that like once. Now, um, on the week, when you say weekends, do you define that as Friday night, Saturday night, or is it Saturday, Sunday? I'd say it's Friday night, Saturday night. Okay. Yep. I uh, I don't think I need. I think Sunday's technically the start of the new week, right? Yeah. There's no need. There's no need for alcohol on Sunday. I mean, really, <laughs> it's the Lord's Day. It's the Lord's Day. You got work. I'm gonna. I'm gonna refrain refrain from alcohol to Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday is gonna be a dry day as well. I think that'd okay. be a. It's not too hard. I mean, some people make their goals too damn hard, like. I feel mm-hmm. like that's why a lot of resolutions fail. It's fail. Yeah. Don't make your resolution something you're not you're gonna like, I'm do. Gonna cha- I'm gonna change everything about who I am. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, no, you're damn not. Uh, that's you will why for I, a week. <laughs> well, that's why that's why people fail on their resolutions is because they make unreasonable changes. You got to take baby steps. Um, yep. Yep. Which I've done no alcohol for. I did the 75 hard. I did it for three months. Mm-hmm. But some of the big things, and I, it's like a social thing. I mean, I don't want to sound like a pussy or nothing, but I like to fit in and do things. And sometimes alcohol is right. a big big part of that. So I think yep. at the maximum, it's going to be two nights a week. And, you know, it's really not. I think that's a good resolution for me that keeps yep. my keeps the everything that's what i'm gonna do so i, like I think it. that will help that's me. a good one yeah that's a good one thanks thanks buddy um moving on got some current events to talk about yep we got a few there's a few we got i mean i always have many but i don't want to just <laughs> just go down the list drive people nuts um what what stuck out to you this week how about your boy Liver King back in the news? Back in the news? Back in the news. He's being sued for $25 million. Um, class action lawsuit claiming that he used he used deceptive marketing in order to sell his supplements. Well, no huh. shit. <laughs> you think? <laughs> well, well, well. Um, is that gonna take Liver King out? Like 25 oh, mil. Dude has to be right i mean you think he's made 25 mil i don't know bro he made more than that i don't know i doubt it oh i bet he i mean have you seen the liver king ranch and things on social media sure but have you seen how many steroids that guy takes (laughs) (laughs) that's an expensive cocktail regimen yeah i don't know um if that's gonna be a legitimate i don't know i mean I don't know either. I mean, so I think you need to jump in this class action lawsuit and get some to, of this Liver King money to, to get twenty five dollars. And <laughs> yeah, these that's fine. The, the class action lawsuits are funny because uh, you can frame it like a dollar behind you. <laughs> hey, hey, that's my first dollar. That's my first. That's my Liver King money. No, I don't. I don't think. Hey, I actually did buy a thing of protein from Liver King. Yeah. 
Um, I think I mentioned that before, but I didn't buy it because I thought it would make me look like Liver King. I just was like, I buy protein anyway. I was like, this guy's funny. I liked yeah. it. I liked him. I thought he was funny. He's a I wanted, character. I, I wanted to support him. I mean, I'm sad that he admitted he he took steroids and stuff because, like, yeah, I liked seeing the gimmick going. It was like a, a shtick, you know. Like it was <laughs> right. funny. Yeah, I was he's a character. It, but, but now I just don't quite hit the same. Like yeah. he's he's devouring he's devouring <laughs> raw organs. Like why are you doing that now? It's kind of <laughs> over. But yeah. I mean, why people are really going to try to destroy this guy for that? It's it's, it's kind of sad. Any, anything for a dollar, right? People do anything yeah. for a dollar. Damn lawyers, man. Yeah. Scum. So yeah. all these, all the everybody who bought a product is going to get like. 50 bucks and then a lawyer, this law firm is going to get like 10 milli and liver king is going to be destroyed Broke. yeah that ain't come on that's not it <laughs> whatever whatever um i saw well here i go again this is going to be a quick hitter i saw this week uh ohio doctors in the columbus dispatch uh they're predicting the pandemic's going to end this year so that's good oh yeah that's good. Yeah, it's going. Yeah, the news said it's going to be over. Well, good. Not to worry, we can, put, we can we can finally put it behind us. Yeah, as, sometime is, not as, yet. As the as the rest of the world did two years ago. <laughs> yeah, we'll be able to put it behind us soon. So that's yeah. that's good news. I saw this week. Almost done. Almost over. <laughs> um, another thing I saw was uh, on Christmas Eve, another bus full of uh, immigrants arrived in the. At Kamala Harris's Washington home, another gift from the Texas governor, I believe. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's done this like three or four times over the year, but he sent her yeah. another Christmas gift, and I just saw that. Thought it was that guy's off the chain. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> it's not the funny, governor. Yeah, they're just yeah. like here they are. Because I mean, that's been the news a lot lately. So. Sure. uh the Texas governor gave Kamala a nice Christmas gift. <laughs> like here, deal with this. That's like I bet that just made them so mad. Yeah. Um, well, at least they got to spend. You know, the immigrants got to spend uh, Christmas in nice, cold Washington D.C. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Um, yeah, it, it was pretty cold that day. So, <laughs> so yeah. another, um, another headline i have is our boy sam bankman freed he's out mm -hmm. on bail um yeah. speaking of that i mean crypto saw a 50 billion dollar uh loss in the overall crypto value after all that debacle in the wow. year yeah 50 billion dollar in value gone um wow. i don't know how the trump cards are doing but that's the rest <laughs> of the market <laughs> so uh Sam Bankman frees out on bail. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you said he violated his bail already. Well, <laughs> he already got caught. He was trying to, um, he was trying to withdraw. Uh, he got caught trying to transfer a bunch of ether, ethereum, which is actually a a real crypto. Like it's crypto. real, it's a legit crypto. I guess I'm mm -hmm. not super into it, but he was trying to transfer six hundred thousand dollars of crypto. Uh, out for him to use from somewhere 
as soon as he got out, was just a direct violation of his bail. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> this dude's off the chain. He yeah. doesn't give a crap. Well, did um, you see that Martin Shkreli gave him some advice for how to survive in prison? Because it's yeah, a, I don't. It's pretty much a is. foregone. It's pretty much a foregone conclusion, I guess, that Sam Bankman Free is going to be serving time. Um, yeah, so he's fa- facing over a hundred years. That's crazy. Um, so Martin Shkreli, uh, he's a real piece of crap. He uh, basically <laughs> he basically bought up a bunch of patents for uh, like pharmaceutical drugs, um, and then he jacked the price of them up like three thousand times. Right, um, basically just robbing people blind that need, <laughs> that need their medication. Yeah, um, so like a he's nice guy. He is universally known as a real piece of crap, and uh, he's just okay with it. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. he's he served seven years uh, for securities fraud. Um, so he said he knows about uh, you know white collar crime and how they uh, how they fare in prison. I guess because he's lived it firsthand. Yeah, uh, and he's. He says that Sam Bankman-Fried needs to shave his head, he needs to deepen his voice, and he needs to listen to rap music and study <laughs> gang and street culture because he's oh not going to do well in prison. Uh, he said that uh, Sam Bankman-Fried's, his words, autistic sense will not go over well in prison. People aren't going to like him too much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> I, I really don't think they're going to like him if he shaves his head and tries to be a pretend poser dude, you know? Like, what? Come <laughs> on. Who likes somebody who's doing that? He has this big, like, afro, too. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, that's the problem is he's going to be seen as kind of a, you know, a prissy sissy boy that is like an easy target. <laughs> So, so he's going to shave his head and start listening to rap music. <laughs> yeah, because he needs to learn about the streets and uh, oh, yeah. you know life on the streets, what these guys come from, so that he can uh, you know align his uh, <laughs> values and his culture with with theirs. So that Sam Bagman Free's got to get beat him up and rape him. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> yeah. He's got to get some. He's got to get some teardrops and just get straight up gangsta. <laughs> Yep. Dude, that's horrible advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what if we'll they just how, we'll see how it plays out for him? <laughs> some of them might just respect his hustle, you know. I mean, I don't know. I, I gotta believe he's just gonna get his ass kicked every day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that dude's ever gonna end up in prison or not. I mean, gosh, he just has so much money. I don't know. If he does, not very long. I don't know, man. It seems like he's uh, he's facing a lot of years in prison, probably the rest <laughs> of his life. But these are are they the U.S. charge him now, or is this all? I, uh, I don't know. I, that I'm not sure of. I have to do more <laughs> it, research. It's in more countries than just the U.S. That's the thing. I think yeah, definitely. That's what that's what getting a global piece of crap gets you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if he don't get it in one country, he's liable to get extradited somewhere else for mm. fraud and people all over the world. Yep. He's a world, a worldwide <laughs> criminal. Everybody going to be wanting a piece of that. Yep. <laughs> um, the other scumbag I saw in the news would be Andrew Tate. Do you know that guy? Huh? 
I've seen him around uh, on social yeah. media. He's like a social media influencer. I don't know. He's like a kickboxer or something. Yeah, he used to be a kickboxer. But um, yeah, and then he's now I've just seen he makes all these videos. Um, they seem pretty dumb, just like influencer crap, right? I yeah. I don't know. It it sounds like he's like kind of disrespectful to women. Think putting on this alpha male persona and whatever, mm-hmm. but he just got arrested in uh Romania. Mm-hmm. Um, on hum- on suspected on human trafficking charges. Damn, Did you you didn't see any of that? No, I saw that he was arrested, but I didn't see what he was arrested for. Uh, human trafficking charges. So, uh, I guess they didn't. I don't know what the evidence is, but I think he's bragged before about he makes he's made most of his money by like basically being a pimp to like these cam girls or something. I I didn't know any of this either because I really didn't pay much attention to the guy but uh i guess he's his views of women are pretty low he's pretty much using them as tools to make him money via their sex Mm -hmm. appeal um pretty much scumbag and then he brags about it well then i guess it's coming out now like he's been charged with like doing this with underage girls and human trafficking and everything else and i think that it sounds like the romanians were after him for a while and they finally came up to him. And the reason he got caught was because he was on Twitter arguing with Greta Thorn- Thornburg or whatever yeah. her name is. Did you see any of that? This yeah. is what got him caught. So he's in a Twitter feud with Greta Thornburg. Is that her name? Thornburg? I don't know. Thornburg or whatever. Something yeah. like that. So he got yeah. into a Twitter spat with her. And what he was making a rant replying to her. And he got a pizza. Somebody handed him a pizza. <laughs> And uh, the pizza box was recognizable. I guess the Romanian authorities were after him, and they saw, oh, hey, he's in Romania. And then they, <laughs> I guess they know his frequently frequent places. So then that's what nabbed him. He's arguing with the climate change activists on Twitter. That's hilarious. Yeah, it is pretty funny. <laughs> what an idiot. I mean, I, and then I see all these people online. I, I was reading some comments. Uh, the, you know, Greta supporters are super happy and, think that's pretty funny which it is <laughs> you know he's arguing with this <laughs> i don't funny. know if you i don't know if she's still underage or what so they yeah. got into a little online spat and then there's these obviously that tate guy has a lot of people follow him follow i don't him. know they're yeah. buying buying into what he's selling i guess and uh they're wanting to defend him and stuff and i'm just sitting here like seems like this guy's a scumbag i don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean and then he, because I think Andrew Tate said in the past, you know, he's foreshadowed that, you know, the people are going to start coming after him and the, the system don't fall into the matrix. He's like making up that he has all these enemies that want to take him down. Probably he's probably making all this foreshadowing because he's actually just a scumbag and they people do want to take him down, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. He's trying to, he was already feeding to his, followers that they're going to be coming after him because they don't like his opinions because he's a misogynistic rich guy and they don't want to see him succeed and this and that it's actually just because he's a human trafficking scumbag piece of crap (laughs) but then now his now his uh followers are all like oh andrew said this was gonna happen like they're coming out (laughs) they're coming (laughs) after him like no it's just because he's probably really actually a scumbag yeah so that's that. Well, hopefully he gets what's coming to him, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, other news, um, kind of saw the Idaho murders. They finally arrested the suspect. Um, yep. It seems like they had pretty damning evidence on him. Um, just a real sad story. But it, everybody was kind of it's kind of seeming like they weren't making much progress, and, and the whole nation was kind of mm -hmm. up in arms about that. But they yeah. finally arrested him. He was a criminology student of the University of Ohio, Idaho. Um, I thought he, he stopped was, was at Washington State, which is right down the road. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. It said he stopped. So he, he lived about ten miles down the road, but oh, they're that close. Yeah, I'll be damned. Well, he's a criminal. Well, thanks for that correction. Yeah. Um, he's a criminology student. He's 28 years old. Stalked him. Uh, they found his whereabouts uh, from his cell phone to show that he's in the same location that night, mm -hmm. um, which is seems like it's easy, but it must have just taken him a while to, you know, who to figure out whose cell phone to look up and everything right. started adding up. Um, he... I don't know. He was very careful. They found footage of him like wearing gloves even after the murders at grocery stores and everything. But I think mm -hmm. it was DNA evidence that eventually got matched. Um yeah, link they got the DNA link uh from one of his relatives uh to really <laughs> solidify that this is the guy yeah. that they that they need to go get and arrest. Yeah. Um so they got him. It's just a sad story. Um I think they arrested him in Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's from um, Pennsylvania. Yeah, freaking out there scumbag. Yeah, pretty crazy. I couldn't see any reason, or they don't know why he did it. They don't really know his motive. It's just kind of a, he's just kind of a strange dude that likes to brutally murder people, I guess. Clearly something not right in his head. Um, so, yeah, good for, you know, good for the Idaho community that they, uh, finally got a little bit of closure on that and uh that they can get that guy out of there uh you know hopefully uh they can put this behind them and uh yeah it's really really tough uh situation um got it said it said he used to work as a part-time security guard at a high school in pennsylvania um he used to be mocked by classmates for being socially awkward and overweight is the only mm -hmm. thing came out of there um she said some girls this is this might be some uh, some cause for i mean there's no excuse but a former classmate of his high school said some of the girls in the class would get pretty bad they would throw things at him he was definitely off he was weird but he got bullied a lot um no one ever really defended him he would just run away so yeah I don't know. Yeah. Sad story. <laughs> and yeah, don't bully. Bullying Not that that matters. Um, yeah. I, I'm glad there's some closure. I'm yeah. really glad that, that, you know, he's not running free after all this. Yep. Definitely. Um, well, did you have anything else? Current events? Nope. That's all I got. All right, bro. Um, then we can move on to the fan favorite. What the crap? What the crap? The crap my, what happened my, this week? My what the crap is that uh, Bill Cosby is 
first he's he's out on the streets of course uh he's out of jail another piece of crap yep and uh he is planning a comedy tour for 2023 there's no freaking way <laughs> that's what i said what the crap yeah he's planning to go on tour he's gonna do some comedy shows last i saw he looked like he was blind and completely- yeah he's i mean he's old as shit but i don't know apparently he still wants to go crack some jokes and uh <laughs> There's no way, dude. There's no what'd way. You, what'd you pull this off of? The onion.com or <laughs> what? Actually, not the onion. <laughs> uh, no, that, this is, uh, I don't know. I thought it, on, it was on Twitter. But <laughs> I mean, it, everybody was talking about it. Uh, there's There were a couple articles about it. So, yeah, he's planning a tour for 2023. Uh, there's no way that he's going to be able to do this, right? <laughs> like, nobody's yep. going to go see Bill Cosby. Yeah, who, who, look, who in their right mind is going to go see this man? <laughs> well, I'm looking it up. He's it's it's making its rounds. His website is still act, active. Um, what is his age? Let me find it for you, y'all. <laughs> Eighty-five. Eighty-five. <laughs> what the crap? Uh, <laughs> so, if this happens, are you going to be getting tickets? Uh probably not. It's not yeah. funny. Hey, quit <laughs> laughing. <laughs> it's it's funny that he thinks that he that this is even an option. Like, how, why? Who does he think's going wants to come see that? He better not make it a very big tour. I tell you that. Like <laughs> maybe maybe like be like a maybe a five stop money grab. <laughs> like yeah. hit the get hit the big city, see if he sells some tickets. <laughs> I mean, surely. Nobody's going to his shows, right? I mean, maybe maybe a couple of reporters go there to try to get a headline, but nobody's going to watch this for comedy, right? I don't think so. Um, yeah. Well, my what the crap is um, a former Hall of Famer in uh, the MLB. His daughter is in the news. I don't know if you know this guy, Dennis Eckersley. He's a yep. pitcher. Yep. All you do, my sports yep. guy comes through. Um, <laughs> I think he's a pitcher, right? Yeah. Anyways, what, what what team did he play for? See, I, I didn't believe, know that. I think I it, was, it was the A's, wasn't it? I don't know, but anyways, he's obviously a hall, uh, MLB Hall of Famer pitcher, right? Uh, his daughter was in the news this this week. Um, she was pregnant, and she claims she didn't know she was pregnant. And she's she's a 26 year old. She felt like she had to go to the bathroom on Christmas Eve, so she went out in the woods and delivered the baby in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. What? <laughs> um, she delivered a baby. She felt like she had to go to the bathroom. She's actually pregnant, and she left the child out in the 18 degree weather and made a makeshift tent for the child, and then um, went back and abandoned it, and then notified the police that she just given birth and the child's out in the woods somewhere. What? <laughs> yeah. What the crap? Um, and then she's even, even after they responded, this woman, her name is Alexandra Eckersley. They're unable to locate the child because she was giving misleading information on where the child was. Eventually they found it. The, the, the baby was in the tent, uh, is moving, not crying and totally exposed to the, to the uh, elements. And oh I guess God. the baby did not, uh, it, it's going to survive. But, um, she about she about killed her child 
Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. What a piece yeah, of crap. Thanks. What a Dude, piece we got of crap. a lot of pieces of crap out here. <laughs> Lots of pieces of crap today. We're bringing in wow. the new year. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Well, why, why pretty much after crazy. we get our page done with the Patreon of the week, uh, this show, <laughs> we, show we just talk about pieces of crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I think she takes the cake. That's a, what a piece of crap. I know. And it's always like, it's crazy. She's 26 and her dad's obviously a successful guy. It's just crazy yeah. to see how far some people fall. Like, yeah. That's sad. Know. Very, very sad. Hopefully the kid uh, survives and gets to lead some sort of normal life. Um, yeah. It's a, it's yeah. um it's a miracle. Hopefully, the, hopefully that talk girl about, gets locked up. Talk about she, frantic situation, gone. knowing that there's a baby out there and the, they couldn't find it. And this, you got this mm -hmm. scumbag giving crappy info. Could you imagine the frustration of those yeah. officers? Yeah. Well, once again, they, they Crazy. came through and located the, uh, the child just in time. It's crazy. Crazy yeah. as heck. Um, you got some more sports headlines. I know we talked yeah. about the, um, the big games. Yeah. Um, I mean, Gosh, I still can't can't believe that big letdown. The the worst thing about like uh this is kind of funny. That the Buckeye missed field goal happened exactly at midnight. At midnight. Did you, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Did. Every everybody in the house was like, Are we gonna watch the ball drop? I'm like, hell no, we're not watching the ball drop. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like counting down, watching on their phones or whatever. And where they uh, and I'm standing in front of the TV like <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> this is important. You watched the ball drop, all right? It was right to the way. It was about 20 yards. Wide left. <laughs> yep. Dude. Unfortunately, it did not drop in the right place. <laughs> Buckeyes fans wish they would have watched the ball drop right in between the goalposts. Yeah. It would have been a lot better start to the year. Yeah. Um, Your Bobcats had a nice rough. game, though. Yeah, I, I was going to talk about that. Bobcats won. Um, yep. I think that gave them a 10-win season, which I think that's their first 10-win. Nice. It's their first 10-year season since I played. Nice. Well, way back in 2011. They're, fi they're finally getting over the loss of Craig Luberg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I just thought the heartbeat of a team, man. It's, it's, hard, to, <laughs> it's hard, to, hard to come back once yeah. in a generation – yeah, that was good. To, that was good to see them uh, pull that out. So, you know, lots of bowl games going on. Uh, you know, it's, they, it's just a fun. It's a fun time of year. It seems like football is always on. That's, it's funny that's a good thing. because um, I'm in uh, a lot of like OU groups and things. Um, yeah. On Facebook, I'm in like oh, in like three. All right, but one's all ex players. Mm -hmm. Okay, and everybody, you know, it's it's very positive. You know, football players sure. don't get too controversial. <laughs> but then in all my and the OU like alumni pages, there's a bunch of everybody makes wants to make things all divisive, right? There was a big yeah. controversy. Um, people were like freaking out uh because Barstool Sports. Yeah. Uh it was their bowl game. And yeah. um, you know, they're like counterculture. Um, and everybody all the uh Democrats really hate Dave Portnoy, who's the yeah, they owner of that. Hate him. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like a conservative. And then 
So it's but he, funny. He's also he's also like a very controversial figure, and he like he built the brand on controversy, right? Yeah. Uh, he's he's very much of the idea that uh, there's no such thing as bad press. If they're talking about me, then they're watching, good. right? <laughs> they're good, right? Yeah. yeah. So there was a bunch of people posting and arguing. Uh, yeah. Bunch of people posting their emails to like the um, <laughs> you know, to the school. Yeah, emailing yeah. the school. Well, one guy wrote, he's like horrified and shocked about the the program, and it's like it was all it was is classic barstool. Um, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, the actual broadcast themselves they actually. Yeah, so they didn't off. have they didn't have traditional announcers, right? They had barstool personalities uh, yeah. calling the game. And they had, you know, the the two most prominent figures, Portnoy and uh, Dan Katz, Big Cat. Big uh, Cat. They they were on opposite sides. Big Cat was, uh, you know, they their barstool's big thing is that they bet on everything. They're just gambling like crazy, right? So yeah. they they uh, Big Cat bet on OU and Portnoy bet on Wyoming. So they're <laughs> like they're like bickering the whole game. You know, like a pass interference gets called. <laughs> And uh, Portnoy's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> you can't call that. <laughs> but this is that's just the broadcast. <laughs> you never hear that from broadcast. And you know, being different is what Barstool does best. You know, they're uh, right. they're not they're not classic guys that are just going to sit there and talk about the game. They're going to talk about the action they have on the game. <laughs> but yeah, know, it makes it it makes it fun to watch. They're entertaining. Oh, I thought the only thing that sucked. I really didn't watch it. I was watching the. I couldn't figure out how to watch. I was looking for it on. Yeah, you had to normal. go to their. You had to go to their website and watch it. Well, I didn't no, even no, know that. Nobody's going. Nobody will uh, let them sponsor a bowl on regular cable, so they just made their own <laughs> website and said, "This is our. This is our bowl game." Well, <laughs> I watched the way. first half uh, th- this morning actually, but like in the moment, I was like, "Oh, you know, Bobcats are playing." I tried to pull it up, and I couldn't figure it out, and yeah. I was like running around the house, and I just couldn't figure it out, and didn't get it pulled up because I didn't. I didn't log on to Facebook to check all these groups <laughs> to see how to stream it. Yeah. Um, and from what I watched, they kind of pulled off a decent, like they pulled it yeah. off. I mean, yeah. For, they, uh, well, they were, they were down three. They gave up a touchdown with like a couple minutes left and they had to oh, yeah. make a last, a last second drive to tie it up. They hit the field goal, tied it up, sent it into overtime, held Wyoming yeah. to a field goal and then uh, scored a touchdown. So I was talking about Barstool pulled it off. Like, Oh, they actually, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, you did, oh, you did pull it off yeah. the win. I'm talking about Barstool pulled off, uh, televising a football game, like broadcasting yeah. a game, like that's oh, yeah. that's not a small order. It's not no, they it's... they literally took care of business, and it it for all, by all means, the first time a company ever broadcast a football game, they did a pretty yeah. darn good job. Like I know they it did. wasn't perfect. And I know that the personalities are not for everybody. Like if you if you didn't if you weren't like a there was like a stoolie game, right? Like yeah, I mean Barstool's been around forever. If you don't know who these guys are and get their personalities, then you're gonna be watching that. Like, what the heck is, is this? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, I I mean I get it. it it's not like for what is everybody. wrong with these guys? Yeah. But, I don't think they but, should like but for their for their fans, they're exactly what their fans want, right? Yeah. But I mean, if you, but if you're not a fan, you're gonna hate them. <laughs> the funny thing is like I think Big Cat and PFT are like they're actually like liberal, like super left. I mean, I know they're still not everybody's cup of tea, but I think B- yeah, Big Cat, Big Cat's big thing is 
they call him middleman Dan because he he doesn't take he's always in the middle. He doesn't really take sides. Bro, he's um, not in the middle. He's definitely <laughs> left. I mean, he he, he is, he but, he, does, but he doesn't take a hard, but he doesn't take a hard stance. Yeah, well, who likes somebody that's just taking hard takes all the time and being divisive? Yeah. Like that's not cool, and that's not what sports yeah. are about. I mean, they're right. a sports. They're literally they're literally he's, sports, he, and that's he that's is very point. much. He's very much stick to sports. He he just <laughs> yeah. wants to he wants to talk about the games and he wants to talk about all the money that he lost gambling on. <laughs> sports <laughs> is the universal language, though. Like, it is. It, is. That, that's it why, brings that's a why lot. I love them so much. That's why I love uh, sports too. Uh, it it you bring people together. Not I mean, it's just like kind of like our military too. You're bringing people together from all sorts of backgrounds and cultures and. Then you bring them towards one common goal, mm-hmm. um, kind of like you know, freaking remember the Titans vibes, you know, like it's right. just the the great. It just brings people together. It it it, it, it brought me so much in my life. I mean, mm. I'm just a kid in the hills of Appalachia, Ohio, working at my family's construction company. To, without sports, I I'd never been on an airplane before. I'd never yeah. even got out. I've never really. I probably never would have left this town period yeah. like right. like you know <laughs> and then i get to go down go out to school and play and go to these Travel bull games the country, and, yeah yeah and then it just compete and just yeah. the things that sports can bring um to your average like just like the military i mean it's kind of an out like when somebody turns 18 it can take the, make the whole world small and yeah. uh really brings people together yeah. um anyways what We'll get off that tangent, but <laughs> so speaking of, speaking of uh, sports universal language, uh, you know, one of one of the uh, the most popular sport in the world, soccer. Um, no, that that lost, sports that sport sucks. Well, they lost a great this week. Uh, Pele died. Oh. So just wanted to mention that that's uh, that's unfortunate. He's uh, clearly a they, legend. Uh, you're always bringing the the deaths in our sports, but that's fine. Well, yeah. Well, I, I got one more. Um, UFC Pele. legend Stefan Bonner passed away. I saw that. Uh, yeah. So the UFC, the UFC isn't what it is without Stefan Bonner and that Stefan yeah. Bonner Forrest Griffin fight. Uh, uh-huh. You know, at the end of Ultimate Fighter One, that's that's like the most important fight. Dana White calls it the most important fight in UFC history because it brought in so many fans and brought so much attention to the game. It was just such a barn burning match. Um, I and agree. After that, and after that, he went. He went on to be kind of the gatekeeper for that weight division. Uh, you know, <laughs> you, you weren't. He he was like, you know, you, if you have an up and coming guy and you don't know what he is, throw him at Stefan Bonner. Stefan Bonner will show you what he is. Let's uh, see if this dude's tough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got to be Bonner. You, you might be talented, but you're not as tough as Stefan Bonner. <laughs> right. So that was uh, uh, that was sad news. Forty five years. Man. Yeah, Forrest and Stefan were just tough. And yeah. yeah, like you said, I remember that like it was yesterday. I think that that kind of that was the big finale of that popular. It was more of a reality show it at was. that point. And then when when they actually did that fight and everybody was, it was a big deal. Uh, yeah, everybody's and, like, "Whoa, yeah. this but, is real." Yeah, man. What that's so sad. What did they say was the cause of death? Uh, there wasn't a lot of information. It just said uh, heart complications. So. Oh, mean, 45, yeah. 45 years old is not very old. Uh, and if a heart complication, I mean, you never know. Um, it could be anything. It could have been a heart attack. Uh, these things just 
Who knows? It happens. Very, very sad. Sad. Condolences to his family. It's uh that's tough. Yep. Um, you got anything else in the yeah. sports world? Uh, yeah. Um, Ed Reed is starting his career uh, as a college football coach. He's uh, oh, yeah. he's headed to Bethune Cookman, uh, HBCU uh, down in Daytona. Uh, so he's of course uh, legendary oh, that- Raven safety. Uh, so he's going to start his start his path down the Deion Sanders uh, career path. Yeah. See how, see what he can do. I didn't realize that school was in Daytona, Daytona, Florida. Uh huh. I'll be darned. Yeah, um, yeah, he should have went to um, Jackson State, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who sure. they're going to get. I don't know who they're going to get to replace <laughs> Dion, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see what he can do. Maybe he can get that same magic going over at Bethune Cookman. That'd be cool. That'd be something. Uh, yep. Ed Reed's a tough dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the only thing I had, uh, which it's this is kind of particular to ohio folks but i mean we have a lot of ohio listeners uh sports betting's legal in ohio starting yeah today. starting today yeah yeah i've um, been waiting for this day for a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i wasn't going to but you've kind of convinced me sending Forget. me all the <laughs> all the free money it's a trap it's a it trap. is a trap it is it's... and i don't care <laughs> <laughs> it's such a trap but Five dollars, yeah. uh, a five dollar deposit, and they give you two hundred fifty dollars to play with. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't going to, but you know, it's just a great way to start off the new year is to start gambling. Yeah, well, have a little <laughs> fun, you know. No, honestly, we'll see how the cash out process works, but. Yeah, they're, they're they're gonna hook, line, and sink, uh, and try to form as many gambling addicts as possible uh, yeah. in the next three months. I'm sure that 200 bucks, uh, you're gonna have to roll it over, which means you're gonna have to bet it uh, and win it back a few times before you're allowed to cash it out. Yeah, uh, but hey, if you can, I mean, get a- like <laughs> somebody's I, gonna I, get lucky. Yeah. Somebody's gonna I'm, like. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that likes to. Uh, make a, a lot of small bets. I bet on a lot of games, but only a small amount rather than a big amount on one game. Um, yeah. So, so that two hundred bucks might last me all year long. <laughs> it really could, if unless I hit a massive dry spell or I don't win anything. Um, um, I pretty as soon as I signed up for it, I used all the free money. <laughs> so that's not what you did immediately. No, I, it, within five minutes. I haven't yeah. yet. No. <laughs> Now there is, I I got a hundred a uh, hundred dollars for signing up early, and I put that on uh, on FanDuel. They have um, boosted odds for um, oh yeah for tomorrow night's um, Monday night football game between the Bills and the Bengals. Yeah, I and saw that. If they score, if they score one point, you but get, they're going to match it one point. One the whole point. Game. Between the two teams, yeah. So that's one of my bets: is hundred dollars <laughs> for one of the teams to win one point. So you're guaranteed two hundred of it back, right? Yeah, and then you're gonna you, get that hundred back plus another hundred. It's one to one. But off. here's the thing: everybody's gonna lose all their free money during. Is week eighteen the last week of the NFL? Week 18's la- so next week is the last week of the NFL. Yeah, and, and then, then that and week then playoffs start. 
And then that that's the week everybody's going to lose all their money because nothing makes sense. And people are sitting and no one knows yeah. what's going on. <laughs> it just, yeah. like, it's just insane. Yeah. It would have been nice. It would have been nice if we were allowed to start betting last week uh, with all the bowl games going on. That would have been fun. Oh, yeah. Well, what? You probably would have had your money on the Buckeyes in Michigan. So, <laughs> Well, I would have probably stayed away from Michigan because I thought they were going to win. And I don't, don't and I don't like to bet on Michigan because it makes me feel bad. Uh, yeah. But uh, I definitely would have bet on the Buckeyes to cover the spread, and they did. So, oh, could have won some money there. What was the spread on that game? So it opened at six and a half, and it got down to five at the end. Yeah. So those were two good games, man. Yeah, they were. But um, I, hope, I just wish it would have went the other way. Kicker man, <laughs> like I said, ball drop right at midnight, just like it's supposed to, <laughs> just in the wrong place. It's got a little off the rails. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is that it? That's all I got. Okay, so long as he lets me, we're going at it, busting into the new year with the Joe Biden gaff of the week. Here we go. New car prices fell for the fifth month in a row. New car prices didn't go up this month. That savings is critical to so many families. It gives them just a little bit of breathing room for the holiday season. And all of this means that for the last several months, wages have gone up more than prices have gone up. For the last seven months, wages have gone up more than prices. I don't I don't know. Is that the case for you, Jake? Well, did your wages just keep going up about every every month? Yeah, Why I don't know that? who I don't I don't know who's are. Uh, uh, that dude is off know. the he's off the chain. He just make <laughs> he's just making stuff up. Says who? <laughs> what wages have gone know. up more than prices in the last seven months? That's news to me. Yeah, prices are now gas prices are down a little bit. Yeah, which is helpful. Thank- Thank goodness, uh, man. That was crazy. <laughs> that was- <laughs> it, yeah, it's you know it would have been nice if they didn't have to go up so that they could come down. You know, so his, <laughs> so his, so his big main talking point was new car prices haven't gone up this month. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's just, a good thing though. Just gives the families <laughs> a little bit of room. That's just how we like them. That's how we like you to know. keep them. We those struggling families that are out buying brand new cars anyway. (laughs) Helping them out. Oh, he's just that's just kind of a little a fun little uh, batch of lies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. Let's let's get it back on the rails. What do you got for the new year from my man, my spiritual leader? Young Gary. Boy, let's see what he's got to say. Ready. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will make your straight paths. What does that mean? It means that um, don't think about stuff that you don't know. And um... And because you don't know stuff that God knows. Mm-hmm. He knows everything, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to lead you down the right path. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we should always trust God. And then when we need help, we should ask him for help. 
Very good, buddy. There you have it. All right, guys. <laughs> I hope you start off your new year great. Um, get your five dollar. <laughs> Start off with some gambling, perhaps in Ohio. Like <laughs> such horrible advice. Um, if if you do do that, just keep keep it on the rails. Keep it keep All it right. responsible. If you have a problem, one eight hundred gambler. All right, guys, uh, busting into twenty twenty three. Breed them on.